If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa, and on this podcast, we focus on wellness, beauty, style, planning, and life. Basically, life is messy, and here we learn to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together, and just to get us started, I'll go first. And this week, I have gone first with another Like a Grown Woman episode. You guys, you have really poured out the comments about these episodes. These are the ones that I have heard the most about over the last few months. A lot of people have contacted me by sliding into my DMs on Instagram and all kinds of different places saying, hey, would you do more of those episodes about life. So here we are with our very first one of the year. Katie and I are talking all about how to do fall like a grown woman. So we talk about our homes. We talk about fashion. We talk about makeup. We talk about nails. We talk about skincare. We talk about all the fun things that we all just kind of want to talk about at this time of year. I mean, there's enough hard and crazy stuff happening in the world We want to have a little bit of fun and talk about some good stuff too. So that is all what this episode is about. We hope you guys really enjoy it. We would love to hear from you. If you have things that you want to see on the show, this is proof that it works when you reach out to me and tell me what you want to hear. So be sure to get a hold of me on Instagram. That's like my go-to place. If you come over there at Mackenzie Coppa and shoot me a little message or comment, then that's That helps us to put the direction in the show that you would like to see it go. Also, we are currently open on the podcast to new sponsors. And so if you have a company that you own and you would like to have us try out your product and talk about it on the show, or you have a specific company that you would really like to see as a sponsor of the show, you would like us to get a code on, then please let us know and we will try to make that happen. All right, you guys, without further ado, let's get into this fun fall episode with Katie Duckett and we are talking about how to do fall as a grown woman. Katie, we're back. We are. It feels like it's been a long time. It does. People on Patreon have been saying like, where's Katie? We miss Katie. And we've also like, there's been a couple of weeks that we've had down, like no podcast between the end of last season and the beginning of this season. And so I don't, it's just like, yeah, it's felt like a long time coming. Plus our summer was not normal compared to summers we've had before. Yeah. We, I feel like we usually see a lot more of each other. We didn't make it to the lake one time. We were going to do a whole like episode about how we do the lake together and you bring a table and canopies and tablecloths and flowers like out on the sand and we never even did it this year never did it yeah I for me like coming out of this summer it it feels a little traumatic like it was so full and busy and constant and I am like the fall feels like a breath of fresh air like I can catch my breath okay, now I have a chance to like be in control a little more of our schedule because I was just constantly running people places and feeding people. And it was, it was busy. Yeah. Seriously busy. And, and we had our own complexities of the summer and it just felt like everybody kind of had their own crazy stuff going on and made it really hard to connect. And, you know, part of that is just, life and part of it is pandemic and part of it is our kids are getting to these ages where we don't just like have them coming along like there's legit stuff going on all the time I know I felt like I was taking my big boys places and then calling my little kids you know like usually in years past I just 
I just take the kids where I want, but now, oh, I've got these schedules I've got to contend with because I don't have another legal driver. He has his, yeah, (laughs) soon, soon. Oh, 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 soon. I can't wait. That'll change everything when I have a helper, but until then it's like their schedules drive my schedule. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really been hitting for me lately because I feel like Roman out of everybody has been home more than anyone. He's the only one who didn't go back to school full-time last year. Like he's gotten really used to being home in the past year and a half and just kind of had youth group and, you know, but now it's like the youth group functions are doing more. And like some of the kids from his youth group decided to start an AV club. (laughs) And the funny thing is it's cool. Like at least he thinks it's cool, but I think it's cool because of like YouTube, if there would have been AV club when we were younger, it'd have been like geeky, you know, (laughs) but it's like YouTube has made it cool to be into like editing video and audio and like all this stuff. But there was this week where it was like almost every night I had somewhere to run him. It was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I am not okay with this. I can't just like I can't live like this. You yeah. gotta get your license. Like we yeah. can't be messing around. Get on it, man. Totally. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. And it so the summer just seemed um controlled by yeah. those those types of schedules, all good things, all things yeah. That I'm yeah. Really doing. But it started at like seven in the morning with weightlifting for football. Yeah. And it really didn't end until you know, yeah. So it, yeah, it just felt crazy. Yep. And now here we are and it's fall and fall has its own crazy too of, you know, now we've got all the activities back and Roman taking a zero hour. And even when we were Marco Poloing, cause that's what we used to do. Like when we were doing all our running around and everything in the morning and you're like, Oh, you're back like way yeah. early, <laughs> way early in the morning. Like, yep. Making the rounds. So, but it's kind of, it's kind of nice too, because, because our schedules were so much crazier and our kids were around all the time and we're doing all this stuff. It made it harder for us to connect even on Marco Polo, because we just have like during the school year, we kind of just normally do it in the morning. And like, that's Mm -hmm. the way we connect. And it's sort of like we start our day together and like, it just, it wasn't able to happen this summer. And so I've just even been looking forward to that part of it. I am with you. Yeah. Yeah. I need that routine back. I need my Katie in the morning. I am with you. It's such a nice way to like start the day and just it felt, it feels like routine and normal. And yes, that was just kind of pulled away because so many different schedules. And now with the kids kind of, I was, I was confiding to my husband yesterday, but with the kids back where they're supposed to be, (laughs) I don't feel like I have to occupy, like my little ones I'm occupying or they're on Mm -hmm. devices, which I don't want all day, but then I have to occupy them. And I can't just run to the lake. Like I used to, because I have this pickup and this drop off and this pickup. So we're kind of, we were more homebound, my little kids, where when I had little kids and only little kids, we were out and we were doing fun summer stuff. I just didn't even feel like I could give them that as much because of the scheduling we could walk to there's a couple parks within walking distance and we would do that but um, now that everybody is in school and the the little ones their day is full and busy and they come home and they need a snack and they have homework and they're tired and they go to they go to bed on time because they're tired rather than you know you're just not always fighting this how do I occupy them and um that, that takes a toll. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, so it does. I miss them and just feel like, Oh, I can't wait to see you at the end of the day when you've been, you know, pouring your day into good things for you. And I've been doing the same and then we can reconnect. Like there's something yeah. really beautiful about that. And for the one that I still homeschool, he and I have felt that too. Like, Oh, it's just us here. That's what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. <laughs> our thing and miss everybody else. And yeah. you know, it just, it just feels good all around for people mm-hmm. to be back in their normally scheduled programming. Yes. It's just been nice. Well, and I remember even for us, like in the spring, we got to that point with the ballet and like everything where we were just ready to have a break. 
But now we're at that point where we're all ready for the routine again and to have like things moving like normal and be just more predictable. And I do like, kind of like you were saying that, that aspect of, oh, we miss each other more (laughs) because we don't see each other. So then we really take advantage of that time. And especially factoring in all of the after school activities for like, my girls are taking dance three nights a week this year. And, you know, and especially collaborating with another family as we have tried to figure all of that out. And we've spent so much time together as families this summer that it's been really fun. Like we bring our kids home at the same time from school. And so my girls wait at the door until his truck pulls up across the street and his kids jump out and run over to our driveway and everybody like convenes together and like talks about their day and gives big hugs and like everybody's excited. And it's just so fun to like, just see everybody come together. And then after ballet, we have our dinner together and like everything, like right up till bedtime when everybody says good night. And even in the mornings when I've been taking Roman to school, like I haul my girls over there. And then when I get back, I go over and I do all the girls hair. And I do like, it's just like, it's just so fun to kind of see those wheels in motion, but then also because they're gone all day and hot boyfriend and I both work from home. Like that has been so nice because we've had kids around all the time. Yeah. for all the summer. <laughs> and so yeah. it's been really nice for us to just be able to have those moments where we can do lunch together, or I can take my computer over in the afternoon. And even though we're not like talking and hanging out, it's just, we get to be around each other and I'm doing my thing and he's doing his thing. And it's just been nice to have more time where we can be like, oh yeah, <laughs> it's just the two of us. That's so yes. nice. Yes. So. Yeah. This- I think the change of seasons is so life-giving no matter which season you're talking about. It has this, it has, it runs a course and then you're ready for the next one. And that energy that yeah. comes with the fresh season is it's just life-giving like yeah. breath of fresh air. Okay. And then, you know, I'll tire of this. We all will, you know, and, yeah. and then it's time for another season of more relaxed and less structure and Mm-hmm. You know, and I think there's something I've noticed over the last year, especially is, and it's not just been me. I've noticed it in other people as well. We're all kind of getting to the point where we're ready for the next season a little sooner. And mm. I think that's because of the pandemic, like, mm. because so many of our choices have been taken away and we've felt stuck in this like way of living for so long that any type of like transition or change that we can get our hands on <laughs> feels yep. like, yes, I need something fresh. I mean, it was all I could do to not decorate for fall in August. Like I was just like, okay. Mm -hmm. Plus we had like weird temperatures this year where we had our really hot weather in June, which never happens. And then it kind of cooled off in August and that's not usually the case either. And so I just, I have felt ready. Like I want to get out my fall wardrobe and I like want the cozy things and the comfort and the, you know, like I've just felt more ready for it. But then it was, you know, rather disappointing when I did pull out the fall decor on September 1st and realized I hate it all. And I was like, what, what What is all of it about? (laughs) Yeah. Like why, why do I have these things that look like they were purchased in the late eighties and they're like (laughs) falling apart and they're not my color scheme or like anything (laughs) that I would want. And So I ditched them. I even did a reel about it. People seem to resonate with needing to get rid of their fall decor. Here's your ticket, ladies. This is the first, first part of your doing fall like a grown woman. If you get out your fall decor and you realize that you hate it, don't put it out because you'll just look at it and be like, why do I have that? That's so ugly. Yeah. And you're allowed to grow. You're allowed to change. Yes. It's okay that you liked it at one point and that you don't anymore. Totally. So move on. I mean, I think we talked about that with a lot of our Christmas decor stuff on a podcast episode last year, but I just, and this totally goes against what Michael and Smith would say, because she is very into the whole, you know, like just buy everything that's going to die, you know, like 
get fresh pumpkins and greenery and, you know, whatever. That's great. But I don't always have the money to redo that all every year. And yeah, I'll get a couple of fresh pumpkins and stuff, but I kind of want my cute things that are going to last all through the season. And, and so I drove myself down to join fabrics and I found the cutest like knit pumpkins and they're like white and gray and they're, they're my color palette and they're my, like, they just feel right. They feel hooga. And I'm very excited about them. So here's your ticket to replace your fall decor and get things that aren't going to die. Yeah. And I would say, don't store it. Like I keep doing that. I keep putting stuff back in the bin. Don't store it. Like I'm probably never going to be drawn to that again. And it's okay. Just to let it go. Well, some things. Some things, these pumpkins are going to stick around for a while. Well, because you love them. But if yeah. next year you open it and you're like, uh, yeah, it's okay to like get rid. You don't have to yeah. keep holding on. Like it's okay to release it into yeah. the wild. That's true. I agree. I agree. So that those are your first tips for doing fall like a grown lady. Don't be attached <laughs> to it, ladies. And I think that pertains to not just your decor, but your wardrobe your makeup. It's a good time of year to be going through things and like really purging and be like, do I even want this? Did I, do I even use this? Do I even wear this? I think you can kind of look back over your summer. I was doing that this morning and thinking like, Oh, these couple of shirts I didn't wear one time this summer. Goodbye. I'm getting rid of them. (laughs) But same as you go into fall, like really look at stuff. And if it is out of style, if it doesn't, fit. If you just don't like it, then don't keep it. Don't keep hanging on to it. Yeah. Ladies, we've all been there where we end up with a cabinet full of skincare products, but we don't even know what half of them do. Because the truth is there are hundreds of options, lots of marketing claims, and you can end up spending hundreds of dollars on the latest miracle product, but not even really know what it does. And it turns out that most skincare products don't do much, especially when it comes to acne. And the best way to treat acne is actually with fewer products that are clinically proven and customized to your skin or your teen's skin in my case. And that's why I am so excited to partner with Apostrophe. They have transformed my teenager's skin and it has been amazing to watch. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. Apostrophe connects you with a board-certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin or your teens. You simply fill out Apostrophe's online quiz about your skincare goals and medical history, then snap a few selfies and your dermatologist will create your customized treatment plan. And Apostrophe treats acne, but they can also help you hit your other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. It has been so amazing, as I mentioned, to see the difference in my 15-year-old skin. Enough of a difference that he actually does his skincare routine every night without me having to say a word because he has seen the transformation. He knows firsthand and he does not like when he ends up skipping a few days and his skin starts starts to retreat to what it was before. It has made such a difference. He is more confident and I didn't have to pull him out of school for an appointment or do any of that craziness with embarrassment and getting into an office and all of that kind of thing. It was so simple. We had a super quick turnaround time. We got everything in the mail. I didn't have to run anywhere and it ended up just being an awesome experience and we will continue to return to apostrophe for all of our skincare needs in the future. And I have a special deal for my audience. You can save $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash livewell when you use my code livewell. This code is only available to my listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash livewell and click begin visit. Then use my code livewell at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash livewell and use that code livewell to get your dermatology visit and save $15. And I just want to thank Apostrophe for clearing my son's skin and sponsoring Live Well Anyway. Now that brings me to a question. Are you going to embrace like the mom jeans trend? The like straight leg? Well, the high waist. uh, Yeah. Like straight, thicker jean, shorter 
um, links, like all that. Like if there's a trend coming up, like you're saying, so yes. if your stuff isn't trendy, like get rid of it. But what if you really don't feel like a trend suits your body? <laughs> like it- now, okay. I think that is a good point because I actually have this on here under our clothing section. Oh, hey. Okay. So we'll just jump there right now. So I will be embracing a straighter jean. However, I will not be doing it like they did in the 90s. And I will not be doing it like I'm 20. <laughs> so yeah. like I have found some straighter jeans like on vici.com okay. that they're straight, but they're not wide leg. So they're closer to the leg than what I think a lot of we're seeing right now. Like I'm the only re- where I'm going to wear a wide leg, anything is if it's on a jumper or it's like linen or, you know, like some sort of flowy fabric. I'm not going to do jean in that. Yeah. At yeah. least not yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I always put that disclaimer on there. Yeah. But I also think the difference is like, we're not doing the, see, it's hard to explain. I can do this. <laughs> Clearly I'm not a fashion blogger, but okay. So the eighties, we saw high-waisted skinny. And I think we did that better this last stretch of skinny jeans. Yeah. But what we're seeing now is high-waisted wide leg. Right. And it's not always good. But I think that if you find a good brand that knows how to be flattering, because I think some of the jeans are being made like it's supposed to be unflattering. That's what's cool. Like, right. no, thank Your you. Your butt is supposed to look huge. Yeah. No, I guess if you're 20 and you wear a size <laughs> or zero, you know, like yeah. you yeah. do you, but I still need it to look flattering. And yeah. so I will still be keeping my skinnies because I think they work well still if you're wearing something like chunkier and bigger on the top. But I will be embracing some of these jeans from Vici. I will try to post links to them in the show notes that I found. I'm like, I'm ready to bite the bullet. I've seen some other people that I really like their wardrobe wearing them. And I know, so I know they can be flattering. So they're still high-waisted. So they're tucking in the, the mom situation I have up front here. But <laughs> they also don't make your butt look like a semi truck. Yeah. So, you know, I think that you have to do it, but in a flattering way. Don't go overboard and don't try to be 20. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think that's my thought. Still okay to wear the skinny jean. Like, I think they'll yeah. still be a couple years, they'll still be here. Yeah. yeah. But I think it is transitioning to like a. I know. And but I, I think that we can do it without going wide. Yeah. And it can be a slow transition. It doesn't have yes. to happen like overnight. We have years, but yes, it's, it's coming. Yeah. And I, I'm really not into the low waisted thing. Like why? Oh, I hope that doesn't come back. I know that's not good for anyone. No, it really isn't. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's where we got the term muffin top. It's not necessary <laughs> to bring that back. Leave <laughs> The muffins for the bakery is what I have to say about that. That is a good hashtag. Yes. (laughs) But some things that I am looking forward to, and I don't necessarily think they are that flattering, but I kind of don't care because they're so comfortable. It's like the grandpa sweater thing. Yeah. Like my mom bought me this ridiculously large black sweater and I can hardly take it off. And I know it's I sort of look like I'm wearing a a giant paper bag, but I'm like, (laughs) but it's so cozy. I just can't help myself. (laughs) So, you know, I'm going to try to ration that a little bit. It's kind of like the, um, the cat lady sweater. It's so it's an extra small, but it looks like it would fit like a Sasquatch. It's so big, but it's so cozy. I just can't help myself. (laughs) So I, I might be bringing that, place back. For that Yeah. Fridays, Friday, Catlady. Fridays. There you go. You know, my little uniform. Mm-hmm. People have come to know it. But one thing I am looking forward to also, along with, you know, the ridiculous sweaters, is uh, hats. 
And oh, I, yes. I bought my fedora last year and I hardly wore it, but yep. now that I'm going through hair training, which we can talk about in a second, it's the perfect time of year. Like you yeah. told me to be, to be doing that because I can rock the hats. Yep. And so I think I'll be doing more of that this yeah. year. The hats can buy you a good day, two days in a row. They yeah. really, really can. Yeah. And it's so funny. Um, like I'll get a compliment when I'm wearing yeah. I'm like you have no idea how unclean my hair is right now. Yeah. For complimenting me. It's such a good dupe. Yes. <laughs> you know, what's going on underneath there? Totally. Totally. <laughs> are there any other like fashion or clothing things that you are looking forward to? Well, I love sweaters. I love, you know, boots and warm socks and blankets. I love cozy. So, I mean, I feel like the cozy is coming and I love all of it. Yeah. 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 I just, I'm, I'm looking forward to being like cozily warm instead of like, oh my gosh, it's so hot. Like I listening is on and you need a sweater. That's not the real cozy. Like it's yeah. like, <laughs> yes. leather does it for us. And yeah. Yeah. And one thing I know that we both really appreciate is like the heated seat in our car. Oh my like, God. I'm so looking forward to that. Like in the morning, taking the kids to school and having my heated seat. Yeah. It's the well, best. You're, you're saying it like I didn't embrace the heated seat all summer, which well, yeah. <laughs> I rarely do not have my heated seat on. That's so funny. <laughs> it's a lot more work in the summer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. I just started like bringing in mine a little bit, like, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's just another one of those cozy things. And I know it'll come in so handy. Like while I'm sitting in the parking lot of ballet for two hours, Gosh, and, yes. you know, like, yeah, yes. it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So since we kind of mentioned it, I'm going to talk a little bit about the hair training. Now there is potential if there's enough interest in this, that maybe we would have a whole episode later on, but we're just going to do kind of like a cursory glance of what is going on with my hair <laughs> and what you have taught me about. So I finally got a haircut for the first time in a year and got some layers put back in it. And I feel like in general, I have pretty healthy hair. Like I don't get crazy split ends really fast and that sort of thing, but I do feel like I have to wash it fairly frequently in order to not look like, you know, a drunken sailor. I don't know, like a, like a bucket of oil has been dumped over my head. (laughs) So I just, I, I wash it, you know, the most I would go would be like washing it on the third day. So, but normally it was like every other day that I would wash, but you've kind of mentioned for years that you don't wash that often. And then I went in and got my hair cut and she was asking me, well, how often do you wash your hair? And, you know, and I've heard of people who go longer, but just felt like, well, that's just not in the cards for me. That can't happen. But after she mentioned it and I talked about it with you and you told me about this gal on Instagram who is like the guru yeah Yeah. of hair training I started watching her videos and I have been doing it for the past couple of weeks and I would say I'm making progress Mm -hmm. I don't know if my I mean like they're saying it could be six months before your hair kind of adjusts and stops producing as much oil Mm -hmm. but I am learning how to manage it with a lot of dry shampoo, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, which I, dry shampoo I and push through. <laughs> yeah. But okay. So this was, this is a question for you and I don't know if you'll have the answer. Okay. One of my Patreon gals said, well, isn't dry shampoo basically causing the same problem, like prolonging the problem because it's absorbing the oil and therefore telling your body to produce more oil. Well, I, yeah, I don't know that I can answer it, but I do know that you put the dry shampoo on to dry the oil that's already there. And then you brush brush it through so that hopefully your scalp is clean. That's the goal. Your scalp is not clogged or blocked by the oil, brushing the oil through. So I think of the dry shampoo as a layer of drying the roots and then pulling it through, not clogging the scalp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. you're really working on your scalp to get that oil through. You yeah. don't want to move on your scalp, which is the goal. So 
I, but maybe it depends on which dry shampoo and all of that, because I could see some of them just staying there and not being, not, um, you know, going through your hair the way they should. So yeah. that that's a really good question, but I know the goal is to leave your scalp clear of the oil and that's the brushing. Okay. Brushing is a yeah. huge component of it. Yeah. And I, I still need to get all of the necessary hair accoutrement mm. to be able to be doing it right. But I do feel like even with what I've got, I'm making progress. So the gal, if you guys are interested and you're like, what the heck? I mean, she, now I'm going to tell you this and you're going to freak out and you're going to be like, what in the world? But you guys, she's gone like 33 days without washing her hair and it looked good. Like it looked normal, which is just insane. Well, and beside that, it looks super healthy. It's, it's dyed blonde, but it's super long and you don't always see that. And if you see her before, like kind of little dry, dried out, pretty short because it wouldn't grow. It wasn't healthy. But if you just look at her head, her mane of hair, you know, it's healthy because yeah, Yeah. it's this big, full, amazing head of hair. So I am still playing around with a lot of products so that I can still get like volume and all of that kind of thing, but I am doing it and trying it. And I got to say, it does make mornings a lot easier. Right. I'm not <laughs> washing it. It's like, Hmm, maybe, maybe this is motivation enough because yeah. I can manage to get up so much later, which is not the ideal, but when that happens, you know, it, it has been very helpful, even if I'm still getting up earlier, but I can do other things besides washing and drying my hair, which we, which between the two of those things, it's at least another 30 minutes added to my morning. And so to not be doing that. And then the days when I wear my lashes, like then I'm really good to go. (laughs) Like I hardly have to do anything and it feels incredible. Yeah. You're, you roll out of bed, ready to go. Yeah. Practically, (laughs) which is a big benefit when you're trying to get somebody to school by 7am. So yeah, yeah, totally (laughs) down with that, (laughs) which, okay. As long as we're talking about getting ready, let's talk about makeup because this is another one of those things. I think we both do a little bit of transitioning on in the fall and, and maybe we can hit on skincare a little bit too. Um, and I also looked up some trends, things that are trending for fall of 2021. So that can be fun to hit on as well. So what do you change about your makeup and, or your skincare heading into fall? Well, I can tell you that starting (laughs) September 1st, I no longer am tanning (laughs) and that is saving me so much time and mental space. So I'm not putting the drops in my moisturizer for my face. I'm not like, I'm just going to my normal natural winter color, which I mean, it is a little sad, but yeah, darker nail polish looks better on less tan hands. Like, you know, there are some adjustments to make They're like, okay, you know, this looks right. This is, but um, I would say darker lipstick. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of play up the contrast a little more. Yeah. So that's a major thing I lifted from my, my schedule. And, um, so it's quicker. My yeah. fall routine is quicker. Yeah. And now that I'm not doing this, the self tanning drops and stuff, I feel like I can get back into the skincare with like the vitamin yeah. C. I was cautious of all that stuff because yeah. you don't want, I didn't want my face to turn like orange or purple because I mixed chemis- chemicals that shouldn't, you know, I just felt really yeah. guarded. So now I well, can- that, and I also felt like I don't want to counteract the effects of what I'm doing. Like right. I don't want to spend all this money and time putting on the self tanner and then put on vitamin C or a BHA or some sort of like stripping acid and have it just take it away. Like, what's the point? I'm just like, they're just going against each other. So I did the same kind of thing, like dramatically, which I didn't really expect because this is the first year I've really done self-tanning, especially on my face, but I dramatically reduced what I was doing skincare wise, obviously still like moisturized and all that kind of thing. But I I definitely stripped down the routine through the summer and then I'm amping it back up in the fall. Yep. Yep. Same. Yeah. And it's kind of fun. Like I, it yeah. just, it feels good. Like it feels like I took a, a few months off of like yeah. doing super care and now I can't cause I don't have those constraints and yeah. um, that's kind of nice. 
so I would say that. And then I, um, I, so I go to a lighter shade of the, um, the serum foundation mm-hmm. that I've been using. So I, so I, you know, I have to, I can't keep up that. Yeah. <laughs> so I changed that. My blush is a little darker lips are more on that reddish brown than mm-hmm. purple. So yeah, I yeah. just make small adjustments, but, um, they feel right. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I stopped tanning like my body beginning of August because I ran out of self tanner and I was just like, Meh, I'm oh, sick that's of good summer. So how many months did it last you? Uh, well, I didn't do it as consistently as I should have. So I think it would have, I maybe, cause I started in sort of April off and on. I think that if I had started more like May, I could have maybe done like two months, maybe. I don't know. I I should like next year, now that I like know it works and I know the process and stuff, I'll probably buy more when it goes on sale or something and then just have it be able to carry me through the summer. Um, but yeah, I, I stopped that pretty much beginning of August, I would say, but kept my makeup fairly much or fairly the same doing a lot of bronzing and stuff still. And then as I'm moving more into the fall makeup, doing like a little bit bronzier, eye, definitely starting to bring in some of the darker lipstick again, which is a trend. So that's fun and exciting. Um, but yeah, I'm, so I'm just kind of like transitioning back into that, doing a little bit darker eye, you know, those, well, it depends. I take that back, especially as I talk about these trends, I'm going to hit on that. But if I do a darker eye, I do still do a lighter lipstick. Like if you do both, you look ridiculous and you're going overboard. So it's kind of like one or the other kind of thing. Do the dark lip or do the dark eye. Um, But yeah, it's been fun to kind of start playing around with the makeup more. And I will say like probably right end of August, I, because I had stopped all the tanning stuff, it was like, okay, haven't done a ton of the skincare stuff, need to revitalize, really need to, um, like do a good exfoliation. And so like, well, I sort of keep up with my dermaplaning all the time to a certain extent. Like I really sat down and did like a good job of dermaplaning my entire face and neck and did like a, AHA treatment where it was like really kind of like stripping off all the old dead cells, dead cells. I can speak, I promise. (laughs) And then I'm like getting back into doing my BHA and the vitamin C and all of that stuff again. So, but I did like a night where I had kind of like a spa night. It was like, okay, I'm going to do the different masks and, and everything. And it was kind of just like a nice kickoff to getting back into that routine of doing the skincare stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I would say the big things that I've, that I'm changing, not necessarily big, but just kind of like those little transitions. Um, but I did look up some trends, which yeah, I thought were yeah, kind of fun. Yeah. And some of them, I think we've, we've been seeing, and they're just kind of continuations of that, like lashes. They're saying a lot of the stuff with the eyes is because we've been wearing masks for so long. And so people are playing up their eyes in different ways because that's where a lot of the attention is going. So big, dark lashes are definitely a thing. They're going to continue for quite a while they okay. say, because it's just, you know, people are realizing like how much attention it can bring to their eyes. And, and you've experienced that for years now. So, and I really like my, um, flutter habit lashes. I still haven't been able to find a glue that I feel like really carries me as long as I want them to carry me. Um, but I still do like to put them on every couple of weeks or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. When you need a little drama. Yeah. And when I'm like, okay, this is going to be a busy week. I don't want to spend as much time in the morning and that sort of thing. Um, I do do that more. I have found though, that I do miss my eyeliner. Like I do feel like eyeliner gives me a little bit more of a pop and I don't put eyeliner on the top when I'm wearing the lashes, but I have started putting it on the bottom. So playing up that a little bit differently. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the kitten eye is making a comeback in Hollywood. So it's not like a full cat eye, but it's just like a little <laughs> sweep. Okay. So it's just like a little, a little out at the edge. 
Okay. From like the middle of the eye out instead of like from the inner corner out. Okay. So that's the kitten eye. But then if you don't like the kitten eye, they're also saying like another trend that a lot of people are doing is that all around black eyeliner. So, I mean, from your tear duct out top and bottom, the whole eye. Like the eighties. Sort of. Yeah. Or I would almost say like late seventies, maybe. Okay. Okay, ladies, we are going to take a quick minute to talk about Patreon, one of my very, very favorite places to be on the internet because there are so many wonderful, amazing ladies over there and we are all together participating in the Live Well Anyway Challenge where every day we are looking for the ways that we are living well anyway from the small things to the big things in all of the craziness of the world right now, how we are making sure to take care of ourselves and our families in a way that isn't just survival all the time. But we're trying to really pick ourselves back up and enjoy our life in the midst of all of the craziness. And we also get together four days a week for live chats where I come on and I talk about all kinds of different topics. Everything from organization, like planning your life with Trello and using Plan to Eat and doing all of these things to help Help us stay on top of our lives to just, you know, fun things like fall makeup and clothing and ask me anything episodes where people can ask me everything from my favorite color to my deepest, darkest secrets. I don't promise I'm going to share everything, but I tend to be a fairly open book and we would love to bring you into that community, help you to get involved. I would love to see you in those daily lives and come join us while we just have a lot of fun together and we learn to live well anyway. We want you to do the same. So come over and join us on Patreon for just $5 a month. Be able to get all of those live videos included where you can join us and get in on the action. Just go to patreon.com slash live well together. We want you to live well together with us. Patreon.com slash live well together. But yeah, there are some, definitely some 80s kinds of trends where I'm like, oh, we don't need that one. We're late 30s, <laughs> early 40s. I don't need to be using orange eyeliner. Thank you very oh my much. Gosh, no. You know, like those are the things like you would see on the catwalk or whatever, where I'm just like, no, that's not for real people. Um, so steer clear of anything that makes you feel ridiculous is I think just a good <laughs> grown lady rule of thumb. Yeah, if you um, tell someone it's the trend. It's, yes. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Like you can be a trend setter, but be reasonable. <laughs> so you know um kind of the same thing we were talking about with the pants you know you do a trend but in a way that is flattering yeah you you just can't get away with being quite as ridiculous when you're our age that's okay um so the all-around black eyeliner is a thing the glowy dewy skin is very in and this one's hard for me because it's kind of like the hair like I don't ever want to appear oily And the whole glowy, dewy thing makes me feel like I look oily. And so I'm always like reaching for the powder to matte myself out, which is probably a very 90s thing of me and the way that I was raised, but it's a tough one for me. Yeah. Yeah. That one's not hard for me because I'm so dry. So I'm always, I'm going the opposite way. I'm always fighting for dewy. (laughs) Yeah. And I always feel like if it's dewy, then I haven't set my makeup and I feel like it's going to like rub off or something. Mm. So I got to, I got to wrestle with that one a little bit, (laughs) see if I need to get different products or like what, what that's going to be mean for me. Um, another trend that I am liking, I don't always do, but I've done a little bit this summer is the monochromatic face, which is using the same color for eyes, lips, and cheeks. Okay. And so I have liked using Thrive's um, like stick. I can't think of what they're called, but it's just like the stick and it has a brush on the end. And so they have different like pinks and corals and stuff. And it's just like a big, like it looks like a big chapstick and you put it on your cheeks and eyes and lips. And so that's kind of like an easy way to get like some color on your whole face, but not look like you're going overboard with makeup or taking a bunch of time with it. And so I I actually have sort of been doing that and really liking it. So that's one thing. One trend, I I hope this doesn't actually catch on as much as they (laughs) say 
It Uh-oh. will. And I actually spied it on Instagram yesterday from a person who was not talking about makeup, which had me worried. Uh-oh. <laughs> so it's the brushing and like waxing your eyebrows straight up. Like, oh, like more than laminating, like, like, like the, the part of your eyebrow that naturally goes straight up. That's one thing. The rest of it kind of grows to the side, you know, they are putting them all straight up to the hairline. Well, that's, so you, it is odd. Alarmed or you look surprised. Yeah. Well, it just looks like, Hey, what happened to your eyebrows? Did you get like blasted in the face with the, you know? I can't think of the name that I'm thinking of, of the thing that would do that to your face. So this was a really good analogy, but like (laughs) if you got blasted in the face, somebody just like came up with a thing, of hairspray and just stuck it in your eyes. Like it, they look ridiculous. I just don't understand. Nobody's eyebrows grow that way. Like that is totally unnatural. Don't, don't make your eyebrows stand on end. Like Bart Simpson is on your face. Like that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I I can't do it. Yeah. Well, there does seem to be this trend of like making yourself not look feminine or not look, you know, and so I wonder if it's part of that, like kind of that, I don't know, just, I I, I can't get behind that one. Like, I don't want to do something unflattering. Yeah. Like it's hard to do that. You know, it's hard to to like intentionally do something that is unflattering. Yeah. No, I totally agree. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. But I, they are saying though, that like, I think there are still some feminine things like the lipstick and whatnot, like that are coming back in, which they might be going back out. This was when masks were kind of like on the out that some of these articles were written and then, you know, they're back, but they're saying when you don't have a mask on, like going for that bold lip and drawing attention back to your mouth a really like glossy lipstick is coming back in where like lips are going to pop this fall because people are so tired of having their faces covered up. (laughs) So that's, you know, you can kind of have some fun with that. I think this fall. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. As long as we're kind of on this trend, let's also talk about nails because I know we both change our nails heading into fall. Well, it turns out I don't even paint them in the summer, I guess. I didn't know that was a thing until I literally didn't paint my, I I don't know if I just didn't have time or what it was or because my hands, my body is tanner. um, Oh yeah. Like I'm not thinking about it as much. It's like, that's almost the, it's not an accessory. That's not what I'm saying. Even nail painting is, but sort of that focal point or mm-hmm. you know I just I just didn't <laughs> so yeah I'm really looking forward to like cuticle care and just taking good care of my nails and then they've had like a reset this summer with nothing on them um and now I like those dramatic yeah browns and maroons and yeah I, I love those colors so I can't wait to put them on yeah I tend to like my nails to either be super light or super dark. Like, I don't know if it's some sort of like blends in with my skin sort of color. I just am like, ah, what's wrong with my hands? And so I typically skew towards white. Like that's my, my overall default color. Um, for for for, For all the time. I just, I like the way white stands out on my hands. I like when I see videos of myself, how the white looks tend to talk with my hands a lot. So I like the way they stand out. Um, but I have transitioned to doing mostly gel this summer and doing it myself because I just need the wear time. I can't be messing around with having to repaint them every two days. And also the fact that as soon as I'm done with them, they're dry. Like there's no dry time. I'm not going to mess them up. I love that about doing gel. So I have found actually the best place to buy gel online. If I'm doing it myself is, um, like I like getting OPI's brand from walmart.com of all places. I can't really find it on Amazon, but I can find it on Walmart. Um, but if I'm not doing that, then I do like, um, I do have some like quick dry colors from Essie 
that yeah. are very fall that I'm looking forward to. Like I have a, like a black, black and like a coppery color and like a deep maroon sort of purpley color that I'm looking forward to wearing again. And then this is a fun trend that I have been seeing like dark navy nails are trending oh, for this fall. So Essie fun. has come out with a color. OPI has one called Less is Norse and it's like a dusty navy blue. And I think I'm going to get that in a uh, gel and have that for this fall. So, and if I'm, if I do have to redo my nails more often then I love a quick dry nail polish. And I really like Essie's, um, Expressy and it dries yeah. quickly. It actually lasts, I feel like almost as long as their normal stuff and it's eight free. So that's nice that it's actually a little bit cleaner too. Yeah. I did not know about the Navy. That's kind of fun. I know. I don't, I don't like the green. I don't like orange. I can't, I can't embrace those, but I think I could do Navy. Yeah. And some of that is just like our coloring and whatnot. Like those aren't typically colors that I would wear. I do have like a really good deep kind of teal color that mm -hmm. I like from Essie. But yeah, I am looking forward to doing like the navy, like dark navy. I think that's fun. That so. is fun. And it was kind of funny because a couple of months ago, um, Nick said something along the lines of like, well, it would be weird one day if like you just showed up with black nails or something. And I was like, well, just so you know, that'll be happening this fall. So <laughs> I don't know how you missed it last year, but <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> so, anyway well, um tell me about your nail health underneath the gel like does it do you have any concerns is, is your nail oh, thinner is it I haven't had it get thinner I do definitely in taking it off I'm trying some different products to do a better job of taking it off so if I haven't done a good job taking it off then I do just wear like some normal polish for a while and do like a good buff on them so it's not as harsh for a little while, like let them recover a little bit, but I just got this stuff that instead of using acetone remover, you paint it on almost like a nail polish and it's supposed to break up the gel. But like I said, I don't know how well this works. I haven't used it yet. I could burn my fingertips off by the end of today, you but <laughs> I will, I will do that. And I will report back. You can look for it on Instagram. <laughs> If I come back with nubs, then you know what happened. Don't use it. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be the guinea pig, but I just, I, I'm like, I've gone back and forth because I do want to have good nail health, but I also need that longevity. And yeah. so I, I'm toying with the idea of trying some different brands that have like, you know, the like semi done gels that you put on almost like a sticker and then they're supposed to come off better, but yeah, yeah. they're expensive and they have like high shipping. And so I've been avoiding them like for the price of one bottle of gel nail polish, I, that I can use again and again and again. Right. It's, I, I just, I haven't been able to justify the cost yet. Maybe I will get there, but I, yeah, I'm looking for ways to remove them more safely at home and not hopefully damage my nails too much. So. so are you able to use a regular nail polish and then the top coat is gel or do you have to go the whole way gel all the way through? I do the whole jail jail. Wow. I do the whole jail thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did get from OPI. I'm looking around if I'm like, sound like my face is not near the microphone. Uh, let me look here. What is it called? They have a pro health base coat, which I have been trying this last time. Interesting. So they have some different products that are supposed to help a little bit. So okay. we'll just, we'll see, but I'll, I'll report back once I burn my nails off. <laughs> <laughs> But I haven't noticed them like thinning or like once they grow out, they're fine. I've, I've been doing okay. So, okay. Okay. so far that's been the thing. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Let me look here. We've talked about makeup, skincare, trends, nails, clothes. We've talked a little bit about our houses, but I want to, I want to hit on this a little bit more. Like we even talked about, um, what, I mean, it's just, it's Huga season which is yeah. 
the best. Yeah. And I know there are a couple of things that we both feel pretty passionately about as far as the hookah season. Like you were saying, the blankets. Mm. I had that on my list here, like blankets, blankets everywhere. We have blankets in the car, the couch, the bedrooms. Like I feel like you can't get enough blankets. Right. Because everybody always wants one when it's cold and like the cozier, chunkier, more Sherpa-y blanket, the better. Yep. But I also say, and I mean, I use this this summer too, but my gravity blanket, man, I, this is one of those products that they sponsored me and I'm like, I legit use it every single day and don't know how I would sleep without it. It has made a weighted blanket. It's a weighted blanket and it has made such a difference in the way I sleep and the way I feel like I'm able to relax and it's just cozy. It's kind of got like a velvety cover on it. And it's not like one I'm going to be toting around the house because it's seriously heavy, but it's a 15 pound. Okay. Yeah. That's heavy. Yeah. And, but it has made such a difference in my sleep for like a prolonged all my life insomnia person it's, it's been a game changer. And so they're not sponsoring this episode of the podcast, but I did look and my code still works you guys. And so if you are at all interested in getting a gravity blanket, you can go to gravityblankets.com and then use the code live well to get 20% off, but they, it's a, it's a game changer. I love that thing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then I know that we both love a good like fall lighting situation. Oh, twinkle lights. Yes. Well, you do the twinkle lights. I do a lot of like, I mean, and this is kind of year round for me, but especially as it gets darker earlier, like my kids know, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but like using overhead lighting in my house past a certain time, it's like a huge (laughs) no-no. Like we don't do that here. We use lamps. We have like, I like being able to tell my echo dot to put on a warm white on the lamps. So it's, you know, like I like our brains to sort of like naturally switch into the evening with that kind of lighting. Mm. And it's real hard for me right now because I go across the street and that's not a thing there. (laughs) I'm like, where are the lamps? Why do we have this garish lighting staring at us while we eat dinner? Like, how can we fix this? He hasn't come around quite yet, but I'm going to, I'm going to get him there. But yeah, it's a big thing for me. Like having that, that sort of like softer light in the evening. I just think it makes such a difference and helps everybody to wind down. And then when you add in, like you were saying, the fun little things like twinkle lights, then it really like creates an ambiance. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to put my twinkle lights on Alexa this year, just so that they're smart. a timer and I can turn them off and on. And Aren't they battery powered though? The ones I've had before are, but I'm going to, I'm going to go the direction that are, they're plugged in. Well, look at you. I like that. No, I think that has definitely helped like having certain things on the echo that just will automatically turn on. And, and with that, you can set it because it's so smart to come on like a half an hour before sunset and it knows what time sunset is every day, which I think is awesome. Yeah. 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 So I'm all for that. I'm going to just see how that works, but I do like the battery operated on the timer. Um, that's just, I just think it's so charming to walk in a room that's ready for you. If yeah. you over first, it just feels nice. <laughs> well, and it's just smart and efficient too. You're more yeah. likely to have it happen when you set it up that way and all that kind of thing, when you're not having to do the, the actual work of it every single day, like do it once and then just have it charm you the rest of the season. Seriously. Yep. Well, if you find some good ones that are able to be used with the Alexa, oh, I didn't mean to say that. Sorry, guys, with the Echo, um, then <laughs> let us know what ones you find. Because yeah. I think that would be a fun thing to share. Well, my plan is just to use the um, Echo plug, right? And then anyone would work with it, right? Or do you think it has Yeah, to- I just haven't seen those kind of little twinkle lights that you plug in. Okay. I see them all battery powered. Okay. Yeah, no, I have. So I, I, yeah, I think I can investigate this. That's helpful. 
Thank you. <laughs> no, I know we both, you, I think are more serious about this than I am, but we change our scent profile. Oh my gosh. Scent profiles. Well, let me just tell you, yes. I wait until the first day of school, not like September 1st, or I wait for the first day of school. And this year, my kids were scattered. Yeah. Started one day too. So I had a little bit of a conundrum, but I was like, no, I go with the first day of school for the first kids who are going to school. There you go. I do. So I changed the scent profile that morning, gleefully, happily with my sweater, my slippers. It just made me yes. so happy to do it. And my son, who's not starting school for about a week and a half, he came upstairs. He's like, mom, is today yeah. a school day? Yeah. <laughs> And I said, no, you're so, and so he's like, oh, it smells like school. That's so funny. That it really so made funny. me laugh. I was like, I've trained you well, but no, yeah. you still have a week and a half. Man, that's some serious scent memory that kid's got going on there. And yep. anthropology's volcano, I burned exclusively his kindergarten year. And he <laughs> smelled that and been like, kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> kindergarten. There it is. That's so crazy. I love it. I love it. Well, I was so excited. I'd been like waiting. And finally last week when I went to Trader Joe's, they had some of the fall candles out. And so I got some of those and, um, I changed the oils that I use in my essential oil to much more like cinnamon, clovey, orangey kinds of scents. And then I definitely switch out all of our, um, hand soaps and dish soap and counter spray, um, with Mrs. Myers, more fall type yep. of sense. And so that's just like a fun little switch around that we do every year. And I don't know that my kids notice definitely not as much as yours. Although they did ask about, um, the diffuser. They're like, can we use more like fall type of sense? I was like, yep, it's coming. It's coming buddy. <laughs> so the only thing is I have to make sure that my little pyro child doesn't, you know, like burn the house down with the Trader Joe's candles. <laughs> No, we just light it and we leave it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah, but I definitely like it. it. It's just one of those things that does make it feel like a different season. I think especially in the fall, it's the one that has the most distinctly different scent profile, I think. Oh, I think so too. Cause now yeah. you're talking about your, and flavors too, like pumpkin and chai. Yeah darker chocolate like it all kind of starts to yeah cozy the, the yeah flavors and everything has got that more you want to settle in with a blanket and something warm to drink to yeah enjoy. okay I got my ember mug in the summer which of course I wasn't using it as much because it was warm out so I wasn't drinking like hot drinks and I tend to be like an all year round cold brew type of person but I am feeling more drawn to like some hotter drinks this fall and to get to use my ember mug and like keep it warm all day and like have that cozy. I'm, I'm really excited about it. As you should, as you should, because seeing somebody with an iced coffee, it's just wrong to me. Yeah. No, no, no. That's summer. (laughs) Yes. Warm and cozy. Well, I think I'm going to break out more of my teas and stuff like that too. And yeah. Uh, so I am excited. I just wish I had a bigger ember mug. That's all the only complaint I have about that thing, which by you, by the way, you guys, they're not sponsoring this episode again, but if you do want a discount, you can get 10% off with the code live well. So go live well with your ember mugs this fall and enjoy <laughs> them. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like we've hit on a lot of things. I could probably even go farther and we could talk about food and, you know, like all of that kind of thing. But I think we've been going for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we need a separate food episode because <laughs> you've definitely been spending a lot of time in the kitchen. But oh let's let's wrap up, yeah. though, with playlists. I don't do this as well as you do for sure. But I know that that is another big thing to you that mm-hmm. signifies fall. Yeah, it definitely does. And I, I I go back to my jazz playlist in the fall and it's like, I don't know why I have these rules in my head, but it does bring delight when it's time, you know, I mean, I I could listen to it in the spring or the summer, but I don't. Yeah. (laughs) And okay. So this, I think though, is maybe for my kids more than the scent that was a signifier for them 
for the summer because we definitely have like our summer playlist. I think the rest of the year has gotten a little like mishmashed other than like Christmas time. But in the summer, I put on Leslie Odom Jr.'s album the first time that we were like headed out after school and they were instantly like, summer, (laughs) this is what we listened to last summer. And so that was really fun to see their like response to that. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And really like when, when moms are encouraged to do this, like it just sets the scene. You're it's the atmosphere, you know? Yeah in that atmosphere for the kids um I just I I think it's such a delightful facet of our jobs well and it's just memory making yeah and I love that they have those things to look back on that they that they're just like cemented in their senses of what their growing up was like yep yeah and they can immediately smell that smell or taste that taste or hear that song and like takes them back yeah 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 I love that So those are some of the ways you guys that we do fall like grown women and enjoy (laughs) it and get to be cozy and just take advantage of all of the, the hooganess of the season. (laughs) So we hope that it has maybe been a little bit inspiring for you. We would love to hear what you do to do fall like grown women. So make sure that you message us like on Instagram and stuff. We maybe even put some stuff up there where you can answer in a question box and we can feature some of the ideas that you guys have. Or if you tag us on Instagram, then we can share them that way as well. If you're doing stories or posts or anything and you tag us, then we can um, let all the ladies know what we're doing for fall. And I also would love to have a conversation about this in our Facebook group. So find us over there. Of course, we're doing a ton on Patreon. We would love to have you join us in there. And I think that's it for this. All right. All right. I'll talk to you soon, Katie. Okay. Bye. Bye. Alright ladies, that's it for this week's episode of Live Well Anyway. As always, you can go to MackenzieCoppa.com and click on podcast to find links to all of our sponsors and show notes from everything that we talked about today. We would love to have you check those out over there. And also, if you do any shopping through Amazon, if you go through our link, you can also just go right to MackenzieCoppa.com slash Amazon. It will take you to Amazon and allow us to get a little bit of credit for all of the shopping that you do without costing you another penny. It is so helpful. Just one little way that you can help support the show. We really appreciate it, especially as we're coming into the fall and heading towards the holidays and you're going to be doing more shopping. If you just use our little code, it really helps to keep the lights on around here. And I am so, so appreciative. So again, you can find any of those links on my website, or you can also go directly to all of my favorite things on Amazon by going to mckenziecoppa.com slash Amazon. All right, ladies, thank you so much for listening. I hope to see you around Instagram and hey, maybe over in Patreon as well. All right, until next time, go be bold and gracious. Bye.